1: demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Ignorance is bliss, right? That's what they say.
2: Sometimes. But
1: I just don't want to pull the wrong card here. Yes. I specifically saved this from Jess because I needed your genuine reaction to this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my question to you this morning is how much do you really want to know in your relationship? For example, if your significant other is getting hit on, do you really want to know that? Like Jess, just on surface level. Like if Garage Boy your boyfriend of almost a year now is being hit on mm-hmm. do you, does he need to like let you know that straight up up front or is that something you're like listen, just, just just, handle. I trust you to handle the situation and that's it.
2: I trust him to handle the situation but I also think every situation is situational. I think it depends on who is reaching out to him. If it's like a random whatever, you don't need to tell me but if it's like an ex-girlfriend that he had a thing with I would. I think he should be like, hey, just to let you know so-and-so hit me up and I handled it. What about a
1: co-worker? Yes. You'd want to know that. Yes. What about uh, one of his friends that he never dated before? Yes. Kind of, you want to know that one. See, it's tricky. It's a tricky exactly. situation. It
2: depends on what's going on.
1: If you don't know my situation, ship is what I call it right now, there's mm-hmm. a girl that I was dating back in San Diego when we lived there. We're just, we're trying to figure it out. Long distance is very complicated. I'm not, I'm not sure how the whole thing's going to end up. I really, truly don't. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm trying to at least put forth the effort. Like, like it is going to turn into a relationship and, and set some really strong Strong roots in case we do decide to push forward and be in a relationship where she moves her whole life out here. I wanted, right. I wanted to feel safe. I wanted to feel good. So I got this email... Last night the only reason I can assume I got this email is cause somebody went to this this woman went to my Instagram mm-hmm. and I have my email address on there. My personal one. 'cause so I'm like, how did you even get my email address? That's all I can figure out. So
2: went out of her way. Yeah. Okay. Says hi Steve, I've been listening to you on the
1: radio for a few months and I just looked you up and you're cute. I <laughs> I doubt things are gonna work out with Miss California. <gasps> so when they don't, let's talk <gasps> let's talk her email. 2020 has been quite the adventure, so uh, just as you as a, have experienced, my life has done a complete 180, and I couldn't be happier. I got out of an 11-year relationship and looking for someone special, and I'm wondering that might be you. I will end here now until I know the status of Miss Callie. Looking forward to your response. That's what we call the girl that I'm in this situation with, Miss California. Okay?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Question is, do I need to let her know this even happen, or do I just ignore it and move on like it never did? Which one? <laughs> my microphone just fell over. That's a bad sign.
2: Wow. Do I need to say something or do I not? I think you do need to say something because your situation is so, it's just been so messy from the very beginning that you don't have any room to be trusted to handle it on your own. So your thought
1: process is, as I hold my microphone up, uh-huh. um, your thought process is here that if she were to find out yes. this message was sent and it wasn't handled. Right. Right. I could turn back.
2: Exactly, because of your circumstance.
1: Okay, but let me turn it the other way. If I'm across the country and she thinks I'm getting all these emails or messages from these women, does that make the insecurity even worse?
2: No, if anything, it should reassure her that you are going to have all the cards on the table. Can I say one thing, though, about this (laughs) woman who sent you this email? (laughs) Sure. So, this is the thing that's really upsetting me is, in the end, I loved how she was like, when I hear the results of Miss California, then I'll hit you up again. Like, girl, you should have just waited no matter what. I don't respect anyone that's going to go after someone who's already, like, and, like, she knows that you're in a weird space right now, so you would be vulnerable or, like, I don't I don't know what you're doing over there. But still, like, don't hit up somebody if you know they're in a situation. Like, mind your own business, and until you have the confirmation that you are actually available, then you can send an email. But that just really upset me that she did that. I,
1: I'm genuinely, because Jess, obviously, is very protective of me. We're, like, best friends, so it's, it's hard. But, like, honestly, is this something, hearing this and knowing even your relationship with your husband, or your wife, like, would you really want to know if somebody's hitting on your significant other? Or is it like, because part of me is like, let me just handle it. Let me just not respond to this, move on. Like, why even bring this into our space? We're already complicated enough. Or you know? is it
2: situational?
1: Get on the phone this morning. Like, do you really want to know the truth?
2: So, um, listener Nathan on Facebook said, honestly, I wouldn't care. The first four years of our relationship were primarily a primary long distance. We both have needed a mutual level of trust. So, I trust her to handle her business. But listener Ashley says she would like to know, but they need to handle it on their own. But she wants to be in the loop. See, and that's
1: where it's like tough uh-huh. because especially with that long distance thing going on, exactly, it makes it like it. It just adds a whole other layer of complication. You yeah, know? like she doesn't really know what I'm doing at all hours today. I think and if, that's, she, if that's she thinks what you all, have of, to tell her. all of my emails and messages are coming are or, or like that, then is she going to get in her head? They're like this. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's tricky. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Do you really want to know the truth, Aaron? Where, uh, where do you live, Aaron? Uh,
2: I live in Severn, Maryland.
1: Severn, Aaron from Severn. Shout out,
2: Shout out Severn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, do 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 you really want to know everything? Do you really truly wanna know everything in your relationship or do you just trust that your person's gonna handle it? I'm personally just speaking for you. Yes. If you're feeling conflicted about it at all, then just let her know. Mm-hmm. It'll kind of ease your mind. Well, does that a little bit. does that make it though? Okay, so now now let's 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 role play here for a second, okay? You're, <laughs> you're Miss go. California and now. You're living on the other side of the country, okay? And I I bring this to your attention. Does that get you in your head at all, or am I just a crazy person? Because I feel like if I'm brought one of those, am I always gonna have to wonder like how many more of those are gonna come through?
2: Well, I mean, so right now you're in the public eye. Like this is what you do for a living. So sure. I feel like you're gonna keep getting those emails. Like
1: you're. A younger, attractive guy, and well, that's flattering. I don't, keep, I don't know if we yeah, can confirm that. You're gonna but, keep, but thank you. You're going to keep getting those emails, and I mean, she probably knows that you're going to get emails like that. So. So, so so basically set the precedent now. Like no, you
2: should tell her. You should tell her so she feels included. So you're not hiding anything from so f- her. Just
1: just straight honesty from day one. Like yes. Here's the truth. Here's everything. Okay, that's yeah, good to know. Yeah, honestly
2: right. is the best policy, right? Well, yeah. I'll,
1: I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted. Oh no. Right. Shout <laughs> out Severn though. Shout <laughs> out Severn for sure. Whoop, whoop, <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a good one. I have a good one. <laughs> See you. Now.
2: Creamer and Jess mornings on Mix 106.5. You ready? WWMX <laughs> HD1 Baltimore. Time to turn it up. The only morning show I wake up with. Initiating in 10 seconds. 9, point, 8, Bel-Air, 7, Airford, 6,
0: Ben-Dale. 5, 4, take, take, 3, 2, Columbia. 1. one, one, one. Are you ready? Now. Baltimore wakes up. Kramer and Jess.
2: On the radio at Mix 1065. And on your phone with radio.com.
0: Hello. This is Baltimore's morning show. Yeah,
1: man. Wednesday, the 16th, and you're here. Thanks for doing that. Welcome to our, our six o'clock club. We're, we're Kramer and Jess. That's literally our show. <laughs> that's it. You've met everybody now. Now that we, now that we know one another. It's, now
2: we're all here. Good morning.
1: nice to uh, know you as well. So <laughs> if you, I, two things. Number one, text us. Just let us know who you are. Like the six o'clock club is just a group of people, early wakers, yes, early risers, people that are heading to work, and if we just feel less alone, you yeah, kind of feel like you're part of a unit or a club and family yes as as it's cold this morning you know you're not the only one driving in 30 degree weather Mm -hmm. to whatever it is you're doing so 410-583-1065 with that said we have three more live shows today tomorrow and friday before the end of the year. And I want to make sure we say every morning, because if some people pop in and out, your schedule's different. We are so thankful yes. for you. Like, the fact that over the last four months you've given us a chance to come into your car.
2: And you still show up. And you're still here, it's you know? Most consistent thing in our lives.
1: We are so thankful for you. And just in case we don't get a chance to tell you, uh, happy holidays and...
2: We love you. 2021 is going to be awesome. It's going to be so
1: good for everybody. So who's up with us, Jess?
2: Carrie is so very good morning. Veronica, Jim from the United States Coast Guard, Hope, Steph Rowe, Mr. W, Jen, the RN is here. Elmer, good morning. Sarah Smiles, Human Highlighter, Magic Mike, Happy Snow Day from Lori, Lisa G, Sherry, Beautiful Beverly, Big Tex, Anthony, Olivia, Johnny E, Dynamic Debbie, Jake, Lisa, and Jake from State Farm. Good morning.
1: Glad you guys are here. I um, I did the weird cop thing this morning, Jess. What?
2: Oh, you slowed down on the road? <laughs> Even
1: worse than that now. We talked a couple of weeks ago about how, like, should we... Even if we're going within speed limit or a little bit over, can we pass a cop when we're on the highway, right? Uh Well, this morning I'm driving down Falls Road, and I see in the turn lane coming up to a traffic light, there's a cop over there. I'm like, oh, boy. Now, obviously I don't have to worry about speeding through a red light, but the problem is, is my tags not only are California, Uh but they're expired. And they're not like a little expired. Oh, yeah, they're expired. What? Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) What is wrong with you? The turn
1: lane is like back from like the straight lane, you know, like it's, it's probably two or three. Did uh, you
2: literally back up? I
1: literally like slammed my brakes on so that I would not pull in front of the cop car so he could not see my plates. You look so sketchy. I know, so sketchy. That's what I was thinking too. And I was like, do, 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 as I'm sitting there, right? To make it even worse. So I was just trying to mind my own business, right? Because I feel like every time a cop pulls up next to you, you think about every bad thing you've done.
2: And your whole body starts to clench. Yeah. Like,
1: oh oh my God. So... This cop, so the the turn light, the left turn light goes, and he he drives drives on right. And as he's driving past me, I realize it's not like a real police; it is a Maryland Transit Police.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, like, so he's just like, "Why are you being weird? And why are you looking at me? Leave me alone."
1: <laughs> I just saw the lights and I freaked out. I'm like, what? That was just a, what's this guy gonna do? Yeah. What's a transit being so
2: police going weird.
1: Do? As long as I got my you know my bus ticket or whatever, I'll be fine. Oh my so. gosh, you're
2: so weird.
1: Yeah, it's fine. We gotta talk about this snow stuff because I don't know what's going on with it, but I'm you know we. Told you, this is our first Maryland snow. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be today. I don't really know. Our boss, Tom, is like way into it. We didn't know yeah. he was like a, a low-key meteorologist. so He's kind of got me freaking out. Yeah. The building's kind of freaking out. Like, what's going to happen? Did you...
2: you see that they put an air mattress on that table? No. Yes. That, there's an air mattress in the hallway just in case we can't leave.
1: Getting real, man. It's getting real. So uh, here in a couple seconds, I'm guessing this is what we're talking about? Yep. hmm Okay. Okay. The tease or no? Is that You
2: literally took that it. You literally right. said everything I was going to say. it saying.
1: is. It's going to be one of those kind of shows, people. It's <laughs> no. next. What's going on with this whole snow thing? Yeah. This snow <laughs> thing you speak <laughs> of. Totally casual. Maryland, right? Yeah. Nothing to freak out about. Can we call it a snowpocalypse or no?
2: Don't. That's what
1: it feels like to me.
2: Don't call it that. I feel
1: like everybody's just a little on it. No. That's all right.
2: Let's just call it, let's say Frosty the Snowman <laughs> is visiting... <laughs> I like that, makes me have less way scared. less anxiety when we call it that. Man. Just a little visit from Frosty the Snowman.
1: We'll get to this Baltimore Top 3 and all the details here in a couple of seconds. First, welcome to Mix. This is our 6 o'clock club. Anybody that's up first thing in the morning and you're just part of our little 6 o'clock community. Who's up, Jess?
2: Kimmy, good morning. Sarah and Stu. Brian, the lift driver. Jazzy Josh and 10-inch Ponytail Pete. Mandy Lee. Marty, the maintenance man. Scotty too Hottie. Hello, I, that, that one's new. 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 That one's new. Hello. Tori from Parkville. Uh good morning Cafe Chris Darlene, Mr. Spicy Candace the Custodian. Good morning.
1: Wouldn't it be cool if two six o'clock clubbers met and like fell in love?
2: Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're gonna
1: do that eventually. We're going like, so like, get in good. public. I'd love like two people that just happened to, by fate to be listening to mix this early in the morning. Fall
2: in love. Fall in love. You never know. And we go to the wedding?
1: Okay, relax. Not about us, okay?
2: Uh, (laughs) Okay. okay. The 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. All right,
1: let's get a look at what's going on in the world. Number three.
2: The National Weather Service is stressing a high-impact snowstorm for areas north and west of I-95, so be prepared for snow, sleet, and rain. We will start to see snow around 12 p.m. today that's expected to last until 8 p.m. tonight. A winter storm warning has been posted for Carroll and northern Baltimore counties that could bring in over 12 inches of snow and a winter weather advisory is in effect for Howard and Harford counties along with Baltimore City. The storm is expected to end early Thursday, but Thursday morning's drive will be a dicey one, so plan on tough travel. Governor Larry Hogan announced that the state has activated a government-wide response to prepare for this week's heavy snowfall and other severe conditions. Marylanders in need of warming centers are encouraged to reach out to their local health department or you can call 211 and provide your county location zip code to get more info about the center locations, hours of operation, and available accommodations.
1: Just know that we will be on the air tomorrow in complete transparency.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: We might wimp out and do it from our houses. So
2: if it's bad?
1: Just, and I there's part of me that feels guilty (laughs) about that because six o'clock clubbers, like y'all are going to work and tomorrow you'll be going to work. If you have to, there's Uh no option. I know. So I feel kind of phony about that
2: but won't, we just had to tell you. Yeah,
1: I won't mention that any other time in the show, but... <laughs> Only
2: you can know and don't tell anybody else. It's fine. Number two. Baltimore City Mayor Brandon Scott announced that the recycling pickup is expected to resume on January 19th of 2021. The mayor said the city has been working on disinfection efforts to stop the spread of COVID-19 among the Baltimore Department of Public Works workforce. The DPW will provide more info in the coming days about how they will resume a recycling pickup and how it will take place. But until January, residential drop-off recycling sites will remain open. That's cool.
0: Number one.
2: ABC has announced that Jennifer Lopez will headline Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest from Times Square in New York City. Billy Porter, who's serving as a co-host along with the previously announced Lucy Hale and Sierra, will also be performing. He's teaming up with Cyndi Lauper for a duet. Other performers will be announced in the coming weeks. While this year's festivities will be closed to the public, it promises to be a good time, especially after what we saw for JLo's Super Bowl performance. Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Evil with Ryan Seacrest will be on air New Year's Eve on
1: ABC. She's had a hell of a year. Oh, you man. You gotta give J-Lo credit, I man.
2: love J-Lo. We're out
1: here struggling, but not J-Lo. Go ahead, she J-Lo. She's killing it, yeah.
2: This is Jess, and that was your top three. Just
1: tell us on TikTok this morning. Did you ever do much online dating, Jess, between your ex-boyfriend and Garage Boy? Never. No. I went on there for a little bit. It's a what? weird place. Yeah.
2: He's a little bit. I mean, I was probably only
1: on there for like six months, truly. Like, okay. it wasn't very long. I didn't, I didn't have have... have a lot of success on there. It's just, it's too awkward. No, I didn't meet one person from a dating app. Really? I didn't. Most people that I met online were through just through Instagram.
2: Okay. So,
1: um i just saw this this morning and this is so unfortunate on TikTok. there is this this woman attractive woman and like she's really excited because her dating app hinge has suggested who they think will be her perfect match because hinge does that it's like oh we really think you should meet this person you're most compatible with them but listen to it actually ended up being listen to this
2: happy thanksgiving everyone um something i'm thankful for is that my most compatible on hinge was updated Um, Let me show you. Here he is, um, super cute if you ask me. Brooke and Noah, we think you two should meet. And we agreed. And we're already spending Thanksgiving together and it's going well. Let me show you. And here he is. And the fact of the matter is, um, this is my brother. No. And it's for that reason that we, we will be suing him. <laughs> no.
1: So excited. Like, yeah, I can't wait to hop on in and see who I'm most compatible with. Uh,
2: there should be a <sighs> way to...
1: That's got to be a sign, To navigate right?
2: through that. That can't feel good. That is not fun. The
1: most compatible person in your life is going to be your brother. So.
2: I could. Ne- I never did online just because I'm too... You know how weird I am? Yeah. It, it would never... It went trash. Right? No, yeah. I'd be like, hey, so
1: <laughs> What's going on?
2: about those snow flurries? Like, what? <laughs> they're like, what? Uh, but I was the
1: same way. I could never get a conversation off the ground. And mm-hmm. that's why I was like.
2: I have to be in person because people to be. think, they won't understand they me. They won't.
1: They won't get it. They will not <laughs> yeah, get it. So, it's
2: hard. If
1: you're out there in that dating world, man, it's tough. It's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. But hang in there. Alright, Baltimore top three here in a couple of minutes. A lot going on with this snow stuff.
2: Yeah, are you getting snowed in or are you gonna get snowed in or what? Because Frosty the snowman says you might. <laughs> I'll get you updated on everything you need to know at 710 in the Baltimore oh, yeah. Top 3.
0: Right. Kramer and Jess.
2: <laughs> Find him on social at Kramer and Jess.
0: Mix 1065. Jiffy Lube introduced easy with a quick in-and-out oil change. But did you know for the cost of an oil change, we also vacuum, clean exterior windows, check tire pressure, and more in just minutes. Jiffy Lube. Drive in today. Traffic is sponsored by Hollywood Casino Perryville. Dinner and
1: Jackpots. It's a perfect date night at Hollywood Casino. Every Wednesday, enjoy dinner at the Green Turtle. Plus $30 in free slot play. Just $49.95 per couple. Must be
0: 21. Please play responsibly. Or help visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Regency Furniture is celebrating the holidays with free bonus gifts and store-wide holiday savings on everything. Listen to what Regency Furniture is giving away free this week with your furniture purchase. A free instant bonus discount up to $250. Plus, Regency pays double your sales tax on your entire purchase.
1: Plus, free delivery and setup. But that's not all. Enjoy no interest financing this week with no down payment and no payments for 90 days. Shop and save today at Regency Furniture in Catonsville and Glen Burnie. You want to have a good laugh? Hi, it's Kramer, and we're playing the Game of Things. Pick a topic like things you shouldn't lend. Your friends will write their responses, and then you read them aloud, and guess who said what? Like underwear, toothbrush, a spouse. You won't believe the things you'll hear. The Game of Things, available at
0: Walmart and Target. The Game of Things. The last it brings. The Game of Things. Okay, let's go. Go, go. They're right on our tail. Hey, don't worry. They'll never catch us. How do you know?
1: What do you think this is? An action movie? This is a Nissan sales
0: event ad. What? No, can't be. Sales event ads are boring. This is definitely not boring. Then how do you explain the announcer? I'm sorry. The, who? 1065 oh, yeah. Back to school time has
2: tested your patience.
0: Brought some surprises.
2: But the teacher said I need
0: you laugh <laughs> or cry depending
2: it's distance learning drama oh, who needs a drink
1: with kramer and Jess? she knows she's lying and she doesn't care i don't know if as parents that's normal to you you know like there's no way to be honest with my kid about this Now with everything going on with distance learning you'll hear her story here in a couple seconds yeah, Wednesdays we do this because we want to make sure you realize you're not alone. Yes. Like if you're pulling your hair out on month four of distance learning, you're not alone in this whole thing. Right. So what are we looking for right now? What are we talking about we say the, the drama?
2: So we want all the funny, embarrassing, crazy moments. I'm sure it's stressful and it's out of control, but also it's hilarious. My favorite one that we've gotten is when a 13-year-old girl was giving a report on her Zoom class and her dad had just gotten up. And he farted in the background, yeah, it so bad. it looked like it was her, but it wasn't. Couldn't see who it was. No, it's it's <laughs> totally not fair, but, like, come on. 410-583-1065. You
1: can call us or text us. Hey, Lisa from Howard County. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Give us your distance learning drama. What's happening in the house?
2: Well, right now my daughter's distance learning, and this is her first time learning an instrument. She is trying to learn the flute online. Oh. And uh, and she's how old? She's she's eight years old
1: okay Okay.
2: yeah and she's been working really hard but Mm -hmm. I watch her her meetings with her teacher and he keeps telling her you know you're not blowing in the right spot or the sound is not right and She's trying, but she's really not getting it, and I'm starting to feel really guilty because I'm I'm encouraging her, and she's walking around the house, playing her flute, but it, it sounds terrible, <laughs> and I just don't want to let her know that she's, she's really not doing too great. Aww. She's oh, trying that's harder, awkward. <laughs> so, you're, so you're telling her, like, she's the bomb at the flute, like, she's killing it, and, she, and it's just not going over well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that okay? Like she's but doing it, one thing right.
1: Is yeah. that a disservice to her though, or is that just she's eight? Okay, so it's I not know. like it's not like she's gonna get like and the
2: flute is hard.
1: I've never I've never tried to play the flute. Me
2: either, but I just feel. like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jess just spoke on like it's so so authoritative. Like what?
2: Well, I just feel like instruments are so difficult, and then to have to do that with not having a teacher next to you to show you exactly how to do things has to be, like, so difficult.
1: (laughs) I just thought how sympathetic you got for never playing the flute. It could be the (laughs) easiest thing ever. You don't know.
2: I'm sure it's not. Uh,
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, do you you feel like you're doing a disservice to her? Like, should you be honest? And do they keep practicing, or...
2: I know. I feel just guilty because I was one of those people that wanted to hear the harsh criticism so that I could get better. Right. Um, but with her, it just doesn't feel right. That She's more sensitive. Better. Yeah,
1: huh? I get it. I get it. Listen, there's no right or wrong answers in in COVID times. You know. Yeah. Just, just let her. Not, so.
2: Just let her do her thing.
1: Just let. Yeah. Let her be. Let her. Let her do. Let it. her be eight. Yeah. <laughs> just on. Just do it. It's fine. Hey, thanks so much for calling us. We appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Hey, Christine. Good morning. Hey, good morning from Bel Air. Good morning. Okay, distance learning drama. What's going on?
0: So I have three young boys, and oh you know we've been doing the online Zoom learning this whole time,
2: uh, which has been a challenge, you know. And nice. I guess I didn't think about this, um,
0: but you know it's like the holidays coming up, right? And I bought them presents, and you know they're they're hidden in my closet, you know tucked away. And, you know, I stepped, I think I stepped out to the mailbox. And when I came back inside, they had pulled out everything I already purchased for them and I was playing with it. No.
2: So know what they're for Christmas.
1: There's like no, they, like the home is no longer a safe place.
2: Yeah, it's nothing sacred anymore. Like you yeah, can't, can't, you can't
1: get like a, you can't hide. You can hide. You can't I, you hide, can't hide. You can't no hide anything. You can't nowhere. hide yourself. You can't, can't hide go. presents. No. I don't know what to do. I don't know. You know, the surprise is ruined. Do I do I go get other presents for them or
0: (laughs) I don't think so, do do you? What they found?
1: I I mean, you can't you can't go buy all new presents. I mean unless you to take those back and then get new ones. You know? Like I feel like this is like a life lesson. This is life lesson. You're gonna snoop around stuff. You're gonna snoop around, you're gonna ruin Christmas. Is that too harsh?
2: I don't know. I mean, what else were they I mean, what else do they have to do but just snoop around in the house? They can't go anywhere.
1: So 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 we are to blame. Jessica. Mm. <laughs> it's that's a weird one. That's a weird call on that because kids are just being kids. It just sucks because before they'd be out of the house for 10 hours a day or whatever. Yeah. Now there is no worry. The kids are going to get bored. They're going to be running around. And...
2: Maybe you can say that was like the pre-party Christmas, so that's included, and then you go get like some side-side things. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know what most parents are doing. If you got any feedback on that, too, you want to text us. We can pass along the message 410-583-1065 or call us because like, what are you, yeah, do you have to redo everything now because it's not a kid's fault? I know. Or is it? I don't know. That's There's a tough one. Bored. That's a tough one. Thank you so much for calling us. The Mix 1065. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. What's going on today, man? Number three.
2: The National Weather Service is stressing a high impact snowstorm for areas north and west of I 95. So be prepared for snow, sleet, and rain. We will start to see snow around 12 p.m. today. That's expected to last until 8 p.m. tonight. A winter storm warning has been posted for Carroll and northern Baltimore counties that could bring in over 12 inches of snow. And a winter weather advisory is an effort, as an effect for Howard and Harford counties along with Baltimore City. The storm is expected to end early Thursday, but Thursday morning's drive will be a dicey one, so plan on tough travel. Governor Larry Hogan announced that the state has activated a government-wide response to prepare for this week's heavy snowfall. Marylanders in need of warming centers are encouraged to reach out to their local health department for info, or you can call 211, just provide your county and zip code, and they'll give you warming center locations, hours, and available accommodations.
1: And you've given us all kind of feedback, and it's all loaded. Over the place. Mm-hmm. It's our very first Maryland snow and some of you are like, eh, we hear this all the time and then nothing happens. And others are like, don't come to work on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we don't know. We're kind of prepared for either way on how to handle it, you know? Well, all right. Number
0: two.
2: The Kelly Clarkson show was just signed by NBC for an additional renewal that will keep the syndicated talk show on TV through 2023. Kelly Clarkson's show has grown over the last few months and the network has definitely noticed. The show was renewed for a second season shortly after it delivered the highest-rated talk show debut in the last seven years in 2019. NBC said one ray of sunshine in this wildly, wildly unpredicted year is that we get to continue to deliver fans a show that brings people together. So, huge congrats to Kelly Clarkson. Yeah,
1: that's big. We were just talking before about how, like, how many people from American Idol actually made something of themselves. And Kelly Clarkson's one of them. Yes, you but, know?
2: but even in the way that she's done it, like with the voice and yeah. her own show and just like how many different platforms that she's inserted herself in, congrats to her.
1: Carrie Underwood's done well for herself, obviously mm-hmm. in the country world. Is there anybody else that's really... Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. done. Well. Totally. Are you kidding? I would say the Kelly and Carrie are like A's. I would say she's done like a B job.
2: The fact that Carrie Underwood has like her song is like what they play. That's what I'm saying. For, for, for NFL is yeah. like it's like it's
1: crazy. Anybody else have really has anything made it? Because other than I that, like, I bet you can't really tell me anybody else. What about Sanjaya? No, Sanjaya what is Sanjaya doing? I don't know. I can't think of one other person from American Idol that I'm like, yeah, they're still
2: I know. Am I forgetting somebody? I don't
1: know. I don't think I am. Number one.
2: Despite everything that 2020 threw at us, Americans stepped up and were caring. They, noted, they donated time, money, and overall showed kindness, but certain areas of the country went above and beyond. Wallet Hub came up with the list of the most caring cities in 2020. They took a look at the 100 most po- uh, populated cities, judged them on caring for the community, caring for the vulnerable, and caring in the workforce. What do you think is the most caring city in 2020? The most caring city? Yeah.
1: I, I wouldn't even know how to judge something like that.
2: It was Boston. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Virginia.
2: I don't know why that had a tone, but I, did, I didn't expect Boston. Is that rude? I'm sorry if that was I don't know why I said it that way, but <laughs> okay, I just didn't expect You're messing them. with
1: the wrong city. No,
2: I just didn't know. <laughs>
1: Everyone from Boston right now is like, I swear to God, I'll never listen to this station I'm again. just saying. Boston was nice?
2: Oh, I'm just okay. Well, I mean, Boston's not known for being. That's what having I having mean. the
1: reputation of being yeah. like, you know.
2: But I think I'm really proud of them. You guys are great people. Uh, Virginia <laughs> and PA <laughs> were also made the top 10, but we made the list too. What do we hit? We are number 51 on the list of the most caring cities of 2021. 2020, sorry. And we came in at number one for the most hours spent volunteering. That's amazing. Love yeah. that. All this right. is Jess, and that was your top three. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah. Was it the sixth night of Hanukkah tonight, fifth night of Hanukkah? I thought, it, I thought tonight was seven.
1: Tonight's the seventh night of Hanukkah? I think you're right. You yeah. go check the menorah at the front of the uh, radio station. Uh, welcome to Mix 106.5. We're Kramer and Jess. i got to read this list to you here in a couple seconds. Actually, this m- music is not going to be appropriate for this p- first part. Um, it's gifts that moms say they don't want anyone to ever buy their kids <laughs> for the holidays. And I want to see if you agree. First, of all, I'm sorry. I just saw this story. I need to share this with you. This is, this is wild. Um, there was an autocorrect. We've all been the subject of an autocorrect that just totally made a message go the wrong way, right? Yes. It's always worse than you're like, texting your parents or something, and like you, you mean to say one thing, and like maybe something comes out, or you're trying to say something kind of flirty, and it comes out the wrong way because of autocorrect. Mm-hmm. There's a story out of Wisconsin that just broke. Um, this woman was sitting here, and she got a text from her dad that said that her daughter was getting stabbed. What? Yeah, so obviously like this woman calls 911, officers rush over to the woman's apartment, but they found out this, that the daughter was actually unharmed. It turns out she was getting swabbed for COVID 19, but the text was sent to her father had been auto-corrected to stab. Oh no. So the entire situation took about 25 minutes. Police are like, this is a rare situation. Oh no. So don't stop using text to ask for help. Yeah. But like just ugh, I've never heard of a more unfortunate I know autocorrect Intense. situation. You know? Yeah. Oh that just makes me sick to my stomach. All right, let's get to this list. It is the gifts that moms say, I don't ever want you to buy this for my kid ever, for the Mm -hmm. holidays ever. So like, if you're thinking this way, don't think this way. All right, number one is anything alive. Do not bring a live creature into my home. I don't want a pet. I don't want to, even if it's a fish,
2: I want it. You need to get permission first because that's a whole lot of responsibility.
1: Mom said they don't want any kind of sugary candy this year. No. i like, my mom friends, I see that. They give their kids sugar. It's like, it's just a mess. Uh like 100. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, Gifts that require any kind of parental participation. <laughs> yeah, they just want to chill. Yeah, mom's got to like clean up. It's not good. Mm -hmm. Just don't leave that one off the list this year. Gender specific gifts, like not all girls are into pink or they don't want like this princess things and all boys play with action figures. So like if you're not quite sure, don't go just gender specific with it. Yeah. Violent video games. Ugh. No, no, no. Blood, gore, dying. Just None of that. leave it all. Uh, anything that has, anything that doesn't have an off switch on there. That's okay. just
2: messed up.
1: Because unless you hate the parents of the kid you're giving this gift to, make sure the thing can actually be damn turned off.
2: Uh-huh.
1: That's the worst. Parents say they don't want things that have batteries required because, well, for a couple of different reasons. Number one, those are things that usually light up or make like, the same repetitive noise or annoying music over and over. Yeah. But... It also is like the kid gets it. And they're like, oh, cool. Mom's like, where's batteries? He's like, where's batteries for this? And oh, our,
2: you never have batteries.
1: I got nothing on that. Last thing mom said they don't want is musical instruments. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like, yeah, we want our kids to be creative. But, like, what are we going to do? Like, oh. we don't want this to become a preschool band practice at the house. <laughs> yeah. So if you are a uh, thinking about buying a kid a gift this holiday season, that at least steers you away from from one way or another. Mm-hmm. Mix 106.5. It's Kramer and Jess. I don't know if you listen to podcasts or not, but we have a uncensored podcast that we do on Wednesdays that mm-hmm. we're gearing up for today. I don't say this to be braggadocious. I try to be very low-key about this. But we were voted the number three podcast in the country. Yes. On Podcast Magazine. Now, this listen. This true. I don't say that to be like, we're so great. It's more of like, hey, it might be a podcast you might like. Yes. And if you... Like us on the radio, then you might like us a little bit more. Now, we've seen the opposite effect of that, too.
2: Absolutely. If you don't like us, don't listen to it.
1: You know, like if you've been like, I don't know about these guys, it's you probably don't. not the best one for you to get to.
2: You don't want to hear what we have to say.
1: But a, <laughs> a new episode goes up today. So if you haven't subscribed yet on radio.com or wherever you get your podcast, then why don't you just go to kramerandjess.com and click on uncensored podcast and we'll uh, we'll get you all linked up on there. So kramerandjess.com. Com. You want to take a look at dog news today? Please. Let's do this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> today in dog news, I was. Uh
1: hoping you say yes. He's not we'd have, we'd have no segment here. Oh. So, uh, yeah, listen, we're, we're the radio station that covers the dog news because I love dogs personally. I've got a five-pound chihuahua named Kiki. I think she's the greatest thing to ever touch the face of this earth.
2: She is pretty amazing. But
1: there's, not, there's a lot of radio stations that don't cover this kind of stuff.
2: They don't respect it.
1: I would say so. So, let's take a look at dog news today. I I bring this one story up because I want to show you how different things have become over over the last 23 years, okay? Okay. It was today in 1997 that President Clinton announced the name of his dog. Okay. Okay, let me just play the clip for you. Our family got together. We came down to about seven names, many of them personally inspired. And uh, then to three. (laughs) I finally decided to name the dog... After my uh, beloved uncle who died earlier this year, mm. I'm gonna call the dog buddy Aww. because <laughs> hang on another because of the importance of my uncle to my life but also because my uncle raised and trains dogs for over 50 years now I want to point out that in, in, in 1997 that was a huge headline no way okay? stop now think about that today. Imagine the only thing political we had to think about was, was the, the name, name. Of, <laughs> of our president's dog.
2: That's pretty awesome.
1: That was back in 1997. Here's a really cool story though out of Pittsburgh, which not a lot of cool things come out of Pittsburgh. So let me let me get to the bottom of this. There <laughs> there's a dog that earned the longest term residence award at this Pittsburgh animal shelter and is finally going home for the holidays. Mm. Uh, Capone, it's a Labrador Retriever mix. It spent more than three years at the Animal Friends, it's the, the, the shelter, while he patiently waited for a loving family to come get him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Three years. Wow. So this 10-year-old dog lived there for 1,134 days after he was transferred from another organization. And Capone's day finally came last week when he was finally adopted by a family who had been fostering him for a couple of weeks. That's a long time to be in a shelter. I know. And hopefully a feel-good story here for the holidays, knowing that like after that long, three years, Capone is home for the holidays. So there you go. A look at uh, at Dog News today on Mix 106.5.